Monroe and now. Great. Perfect. Hello. Welcome back. Kaiser Radio. Kaiser Nation Radio. Do you even remember? No. I think it was it was Kaiser Nation Radio. Yeah, we nailed it. Is it? Yeah. yeah. So. so today we're gonna start talking a little bit more about more crossfitty type of topics. Um, we did a lot of competition type topics in the first two. So today we're gonna hit on what first? <laughs> Mechanics. Yes. Consistency. And my favorite, intensity. Yes. So we're gonna talk a little bit about like what we mean, why we want to talk about it. And um, the, our big focus is going to be on intensity at the end. Mm -hmm. So mechanics. What do we mean by mechanics? Movement quality. Okay. More? No, that's good. No! So mechanics is like more how well you move. So like making sure you're not just doing the movement correctly, but like all the muscles are firing um, in the right sequence. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, Glassman always talks about um, virtuosity, which is doing the, the common uncommonly well. Um, and so when we think about things like air squats and things like that, it's not just did you pass through the correct range of motions, did you meet the standard, it's um, were you moving as optimally as you can, right? were the, the hamstrings firing at the right time, the quads firing at the right time, were your knees tracking in the right place, um, were you putting yourself in any potential risk if there was a load on your back? A lot of people think that just at the beginning when they learn a movement, like that's the only time I need to work mechanics. Like, especially like obviously for Olympic lifting, you know, we run through the the each position whenever we warm up, but it's not as often that we really look at the air squat or maybe just the kip swing. And you can really like, you know, drill in and, and tighten up those movements as well. Um, you know, when we first start off one oh one we really spend a lot of time on each one of those movements. And maybe as we've grown as an athlete, maybe I'm year nine, like carrying, but you still need to like keep coming back to the basics and really working those mechanics and making sure I'm not getting lazy or maybe like we were talking about me having a bum knee for a while. I, you know, kind of compensating and now I'm not moving the way that I used to move. And so I always have to kind of like, reel myself in, make, look at myself, and make sure that I'm actually moving with good mechanics. Mm -hmm. um, I think like you can always, even if I'm, even if I think I'm perfect, I can always go back in and find flaws in what I'm doing to make it even better. For sure, and even it may not even be something that necessarily your fault. Some people will just build differently, and so it could be as much as just like an imbalance in the musculature that's causing you to to move slightly out of a perfect alignment or like mobility yeah like a lot of people's mobility changes with time so yep. if i'm you know all of a sudden developing you know bad ankles or tight hips because i'm sitting at a desk all day that's going to change my squat form so if i squatted perfectly when i started crossfit when i was 21 and now i've sat at a desk for the last 10 years maybe my hips don't move as well so i need to go back and really focus on my squat and how i'm squatting and really focus on it more than i did when i was a young buck. Yeah. And most of the time, getting better at it isn't necessarily doing the movement. Sometimes it is, but it's doing it like in a drill style. It's tempos or it's banded or it's stretching or it's something that's an auxiliary movement that gets you better at that movement. Yeah. Rarely, if you're not a beginner, normally we can't just tell you to do something and then magically it gets better. 
typically there's something stopping you from doing it better. Yeah. So after we, you know, hit the mechanics, the next thing we will talk about is consistency. And so consistency has like a little multiple meetings here. So like I'm not just, you know, I hit a perfect air squat once. I'm hitting that air squat consistently day over day, rep after rep, not just when I'm doing 10 reps, but when I'm also doing 100 reps, not just when I'm doing an air squat, but also when I'm doing squats with load. Mm -hmm. So it's just about being consistent throughout. Anything else you want to add? No, not to that part of it. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think consistency is important because a lot of people, like even when they warm up, I, I see this a lot more on like the lifting. So I'll see somebody, they've hit like, I've given a cue to do a better squat, and then they do one squat, and it looked good, and they're like, alrighty, I'm ready to go up 50 pounds, and I was like, okay, you hit it good one time, like, let's just chill out, let's stay there for maybe a week, maybe two weeks mm -hmm. of me hitting this good, and then maybe we add on more weight, like, we all get so zealous, just, like, hit that intensity button, so I think a lot of people forget about the consistency, yeah. like, oh, I've hit that intensity or I hit the mechanics and I want to get, like, hurry up and get to intensity. Um, but we need it to be consistently hitting the mechanics mm -hmm. before we get to that intensity. That's true. And in the broader sense of the um, consistency before intensity piece, even consistency of working out in general. The, mm, that's a good point. If we go from... Nobody wants that rap, though. Mm. Yeah. Well, and it's, yeah, you, you are going to get a pretty potent stimulus if you, even if you did work out for, for years and you take a few months off even. And you come in yeah. and you are just getting back into it. That consistency of two, three days a week is more important than the intensity because you're gonna you're gonna feel it regardless. Yeah, I think like so it's a double edged meaning. The consistency is not only training frequency consistently, but movement quality consistency. Yeah, I mean, I think of like you know my dad when he came in. Um, he's never listened to this podcast, so I can tell you as much. Much, much shit. So he came in the other day and he said he was sore for like two weeks, and so like. You know, when he came in again, I know that, like, the intensity, he didn't hit, to me, he didn't perceive intensity as different for everybody. All relative, yeah. So, the next time when he came in, I made sure that we weren't hitting that intensity button quite the way because he didn't have the consistency mm -hmm. of the workout. I don't want my dad to be sore for two weeks. I want him to, like, consistently be coming in, hitting the workouts, and so that way he's able to come back in. I, I mean, ideally, we want you here three days a week at least. Yeah. So, if you... You know, come in your, I see this a lot with newbies, their first month, they're coming in hot. They're coming in every day. At least, at least the average healthy yeah. healthy person three yeah. days a week. There are some edge cases where if you are really in a bad place, I would recommend once or twice a week just starting off, but yeah. that's not the norm. That's an edge case. Mm -hmm. And even when you're coming in, like, I'm not expecting that person to hit that intensity quite there yet. Yes. Like, I maybe, even in something that they might be good at, like, you know, burpees, like, everything, everyone can fall down and get back up, but I still maybe, you know, don't want to completely murder them their first. Yeah, time. yeah. Talk, ask Maddie how much I reeled back his intensity for the first <laughs> six months, and now, now yeah. I was a beast. Yeah. So the last one is the most important one for CrossFit, intensity. Intensity. Let's talk about it first. Yeah. What's intensity? I keep saying it. What is it? Yeah, intensity is a really relative term. It depends on who you are, but it is... It's, I like to think about it as just kind of going, either going to that dark place or pushing pushing the throttle on what your limits are. Um, that can be with weight. That can be with speed of movement. That can be with um, the combination of the two in a Metcon. Like, mm -hmm. 
it's something that's going to challenge your physical capacity. Yeah. I think that's a good way of saying it. Um, yeah. I think that, like, that we have a lot of athletes in, like, two buckets, and I feel like one bucket is people who come in every day and they never hit that intensity button. Mm -hmm. They're very nervous to put weight on the barbell or maybe very nervous or don't want to because it sucks sometimes to do the movements fast. I think a lot of more people like reel back on the intensity during a Metcon. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I need to be able to breathe and oh, I'm, you know, want my heart rate to stay in this certain range. But the, if I'm doing a seven minute workout, like I need to hit intensity or else I'm not really doing much. Uh -huh. If I'm doing a 30 minute workout, then obviously my intensity is going to be different. Yeah. But. And we, we use temp intensity as kind of an ambiguous term and it actually does mean several things. Like, so we talk about relative intensity most of the time. We're talking about, um, how close to your maximum threshold you can go. But there's also absolute intensity, right? Where like if, you know, me and a new person do the same workout, there is clearly that I'm going to have more absolute intensity. But if we're both at 90% of what we can do, we're going to have the same stimulus. Yeah. And then we have another bucket of people that I feel like maybe hit that intensity button too soon. And this mm -hmm. one I see more in weightlifting. It does. That's 100% So true. like it's, you know, we don't have the mechanics. Screw it. I don't have consistency. I'm consistently moving like garbage. Let's add on more weight. And I think that's the more dangerous part. I yeah. think it's far more dangerous to push the intensity early in weightlifting than it is in the Metcons. I yeah. mean, if you are moving like an asshole in burpees, really the risk is low that you're going to do something to yourself. You can for sure, and I've seen it, but yeah. much higher probability that you're going to hurt yourself in a heavy back squat rather than going real hard on burpees. And I don't think it's just about the injury. It's also about like making sure that like I'm improving because in both of those realms, whether I'm a person who's not hitting the intensity button or I'm a person who hits it too soon, I'm not getting the set stimulus that's desired. And so I am doing myself a disservice of I'm not going to get the maximum out of my workout mm. and I may not be seeing the goals that I want. So if I keep on loading up weight and I've got really crappy form, I'm not working the muscles and maybe like, maybe it's my core that's holding back from my back squat because that actually is what's holding back in my back squat. But, <laughs> but if it's my core and I keep on just moving like crap, well, I'm never going to get better and I'm never going to get beyond a certain weight because I'm always going to be limited by it. But if I reel myself back, work my mechanics, make sure my chest is up, make sure I'm bracing, and then eventually if I'm doing that consistency, then I add on the load, and then I can add on more load than I could have if I didn't. Yep, yep. And that's where we can play with that relative intensity. So like with weightlifting, we fall into the trap of always thinking about the absolute intensity, the number. How mm -hmm. much weight is on the bar? But um, we did that tempo cycle like two, three months ago, mm -hmm. and... If you think about your weight there compared to what you actually can back squat, it wasn't even close, right? It was a positive tempos. It was tempo deadlifts, right? Yeah. Either way, when you have that variation, the weight was way lower, but the intensity, the relative intensity was way higher because the time under tension was really high, your strain was really high. And so things like that where you can move with better mechanics, but manipulating one of the parameters. Can I do like a little like glossary check right quick? We talk about time under tension all the time. Mm. Like, I say those words, uh -huh. and I really debate if people know what I'm saying, because half the time, they're, like, mm. not, we're not getting it. 
So, like, what do we mean by time? Yeah, let's we'll do. We'll do a quick little definition here, well, but maybe maybe we can do a whole episode on like the mechanisms of muscle growth and stuff we, like that. Chris says a lot more. I always try to say like I do, elementary I do. Yeah. of the mouth, PhD of the mind, and Chris just speaks PhD. So, um, yeah, we sometimes have to. What one of the yeah? So there are a few things that really damage muscle, which will make some sore and hurt. And it's time under tension. So how long are you holding the weight? Yeah. And that can be, you know, you usually think about like holding a front rack or something like that. And yeah. it's, it's painful. But even if we're just like have our bar on our back and we're doing 10 rep back squat, mm-hmm. the bar is physically on my body for a long time and it is putting strain on all my muscles the whole time. I mean, there are definitely like, you know, cycles and lifts out there that I've seen where it's like unmack the bar, wait 20 seconds and then squat. And they program that mm-hmm. because it's a completely different thing than just unmacking the bar and squatting. Yes, for sure. Yeah, or so the, like, or they'll do like a put on one hundred and ten percent unrack it, oh yeah, re-rack it. That's more likely. Yeah, yeah. and the uh, which is a whole other yeah. Yeah. So like just you know the fact that they're trying to like program mm-hmm. for something that's just like so the time under tension is literally how much time are you under a load? Mm-hmm. And I see this a lot with like I've unracked the bar, I'm in the front rack. Okay, I've got to get my mind right, and they're just standing there and mm-hmm. standing there and standing there, and I'm just like go. Yeah. But it's also like go because that time and yeah. tension is very fatiguing. Yeah. There really are three really big factors for, for causing that stimulus in weightlifting. It's it's speed, load, and time and attention. Mm-hmm. There are more, but those are like the big ones. And so like that's why like when we play with those tempos and stuff like that, it's yeah. way harder to do the load. But you're getting the same overall stimulus with the better mechanics, which is the whole point of my me saying this. We say it a lot too. So like, we can the point is we can change the workout or the movements a little bit in order to help you move better and still get the stimulus without the weight. Yeah. So um, I talked a little bit about like pushing the load too soon. So why do I want to push a person who's working consistency mm-hmm. and mechanics? Why do I want to push them to hit that intensity button? Like, what are the benefits of that intensity? Yeah, the intensity is like the secret sauce in CrossFit. Like yeah. it is. It is um, the reason why CrossFit's kind of become super successful and why we can get away with doing seven-minute workouts. Yeah. If you tell somebody you're doing a seven-minute workout, they're like, did you like, oh, right. Yeah, because you think about, like, if an endurance athlete's out there running for hours or they're mm-hmm. on a treadmill for 30 minutes just doing cardio after their, their bro sesh. Yeah, like, you got to get the best bang for your buck. Yeah, but there's, there's a lot of science out there that shows that high-intensity exercise has a lot of benefits after you're done exercising that persist all day and there's a lot of without going too deep into the rabbit hole like there's a lot of benefits towards enhanced muscle growth and um that shock to your that your nervous system with that super super high heart rate um and then afterwards that like super quick recovery is really really potent for developing fitness through like metrics like you know vo2 max and like the classic exercise science metrics and performance, we can just see it happening. Like, oh yeah, you definitely will like increase once you start hitting that intensity button more often. Like, it's different. You're gonna you're gonna see a lot more movements increase. Mm-hmm. Like we tease a lot of people. Like, oh, I don't see you sweating. I don't see your heart rate increasing. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we're like kind of like teasing and peeking at two of those things because I'm telling you without being you know so direct, mm-hmm. you're gonna hit that intensity button. Yeah. Look, and we'll say. Look at so and so. That's what I want you to look like. Yeah. Because sometimes it's hard to say. I, I can't tell Chris. I want you to do 
10 burpees every 30 seconds because that's hitting the intensity button. Because, like, what the heck does that mean? Yeah. But if I can look at somebody who's on the floor gasping for air when they finish the, the workout, that person's hitting that intensity button, right? Um, you definitely don't want to, like, be done with the workout and be like, all right, what's next? Like, it's not a, like, chill thing. It should be... Yeah. It should be painful. And there are workouts where we do that with a specific reason, right? But oh, yeah. you'll notice that's only once or twice a week because the other days are savage. This is a great segue into, you know, I'm unsure about intensity. I'm unsure about load. I'm sure about consistency. But you may have, you know, not noticed whenever we bring everyone on the board and we start talking, we are very specific about what the stimulus is for the workout. And sometimes I feel like, it's in one ear and out the other. And so hopefully like this conversation can kind of like lead you into, okay, I'm actually going to like, you know, listen a little mm -hmm. bit closer on when we say, Hey, I want you to use a weight where you can do 10 unbroken that you actually are doing a weight. That's your 10 unbroken. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't mean I'm just using a barbell and I can actually do 50 unbroken. And that doesn't mean this is my one at max. I should be picking something that is, relative to what that means. I just shook this whole entire time. <laughs> I don't know what happened to the camera. Oh, it's still jiggling. Oh, why? Find out. Yeah, and I think that's it's a, another reason why we time cap things. Yeah. Is we want to keep people in a certain stimulus window. And in a perfect world, the time cap is just like a safety net because we should have scaled you to the point where you're finishing at the same time as everybody else. But it, it just doesn't always happen because it's hard to know. I mean, we had a pretty big slap on the bricks when we got our L2. And they were like, if you hit the time cap, you have not. And sometimes it's not about coaching. Sometimes yeah. it's about me programming where I just completely oh, yeah. misinterpreted I mean, a workout. Yeah. And so it comes from both sides. We can't, like, demo squad every single yeah. workout. In, in the perfect like, world. 20 rounds of whatever the crap we had last Saturday. That was yeah, not. Yeah, that was a mistake. That was a boo-boo. But. Was, <laughs> yeah. I think Elmer almost did it then. Probably. <laughs> if anybody was going to yeah. do it. In a perfect world, we would be able to scale every athlete to the exact same rounds or finishing time or whatever the, the point is. Yeah. Because that would be the equivalent intensity. So, like, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't want to be scaling. I'm a loser. I'm scaling. And it's not even about being a loser. It's about... Hitting that intensity the way that it is intended. Yeah. It is impossible for Chris to write a workout uh, that, like, weight, reps, all that, that is everybody's intensity right perfect level. Mm -hmm. He has to write a general workout that's going to hit the most people and challenge people, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that the RX guys, maybe, maybe that is too light of a load for them, mm -hmm. that they need to do this extra thing. Or maybe I need to do muscle-ups instead of... And in, in reality, it's an arbitrary definition. Like, mm -hmm. what I write as RX is different from what any other gym is going to write as RX. And yeah. it doesn't matter. It's just what I chose. Because and I'm programming for somebody like Watkins, right? But you shouldn't be doing what he's doing now. You should be doing what he did four years ago, right? When, you know, <laughs> when, when he was a year in a CrossFit, right? Like, that's yeah. the... Yeah. People, people always talk about, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm doing what Arnold did. And it's like... Don't do what Arnold was doing now. Do what he did when he was seventeen. Like, yeah. Um, I do think it's it's tough to like. You don't want to compare yourself whenever it comes to scaling, but it is a little bit okay. I mean, the whole point of us 
having the leaderboard is to like push that intensity. So what was the Glassman quote about people will die for men, points? Men will die for points. <laughs> and he's right. If you, yeah. if you, especially like not everybody's competitive and I think that's, that's fine. But like most of the people that really cling to CrossFit have a little bit of a competitive bug. And it's all friendly, and it's all just like you know, like you know, friends shit talking each yeah. other. But there's that, like, I'm gonna try to catch you. Yeah, I think, and that's that, why we're there to reel it in if that consistency intensity line drops too far. Mm -hmm. There's a certain level because when you go faster, your mechanics will decrease a little bit, and there's a point where we're like, this is fine, and there's a line where we're like, no, slow down. Yeah, and there are days. So like, the reason why I bring up the leaderboard is because. I think that if, if I'm a person who's maybe not hitting that intensity button, maybe I do need to focus on the leaderboard a little bit and be like, I only did one round of this, and everybody else got 10. Which means either what it scaled yeah. way inappropriately, or, or you, you just did not hit throttle. Yeah. So, so something was happening there intensity-wise that I need to, like, check myself. Yeah. And really, it'll be kind of obvious if you look around the room while you're doing a workout that I'm moving way slower mm -hmm. or I'm mm -hmm. going to the front and taking a 12-minute water break in my seven-minute AMRAP. So I think that, like, that. I mean, that's why we, we have a leaderboard and why we like it is because we like people to look and compare themselves for intensity. And it helps push that intensity button. Like, if I have to do a workout and no one's ever going to know my score, I'm probably not going to push myself the way that I push myself when I have to put my score up so someone can see it. Like, I want people to be impressed by the score. And I know it's a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. But the reason why we have it is because of intensity, which is why every time that I question, like, should we have a leaderboard? Should we really be comparing? I always am like, intensity is king in this. Like, if I don't have intensity, then I, I don't think the results are going to be there. Yeah. And we say intensity comes last, but really when we talk about this, we're looking at long-term fitness and so like when somebody new comes in especially younger younger mm -hmm. younger guys really because guys are always competitive like very competitive yeah. and so they're like but i, I want to be the best now i want to go i want to go hard it's like you've been here for for four months yeah like we're looking for you know how are you gonna be in 20 years which is why we're like we we say intensity is king because i'm looking for you to take even if it's a whole year of getting things down and moving well and then 19 more years of intensity you're gonna be really fucking fit when you're 40. And then I was going to say, like, bringing it all together, mechanics, consistency, intensity. There may be movements where I'm on the intensity side. Like, burpees, I'm there pretty Dude, quick. Go, man. I mean, like, there's very little mechanics. Yeah. A burpee, fall down on the ground, get back up. I mean, I could definitely do it incorrectly. Don't. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe on, for me, example, total bar. Uh -huh. Total bar, I'm not on intensity. Like, and some days maybe I am. Like, during the open, mm -hmm. yeah, just kids may toe to bar. But every so often I need to reel myself back in and say, today I'm taking the hit on the leaderboard. I know today my focus is not on intensity, so I'm not going to care about what my time is, where I land. I'm going to focus on my mechanics and consistently hitting my toe to bar with this impeccable form. Mm -hmm. And maybe that means I'm scaling the reps mm -hmm. or scaling. Maybe my toes aren't actually touching. Maybe they're just, and I'm in a good form, and I'm just getting my toes as high as I can, mm -hmm. and that way I'm actually progressing, um, but I'm maybe not hitting that intensity button. Yeah. But I think it is always important to like revisit yourself. Like even even if in my burpees I have to hit my intensity, maybe I see a new way of doing a burpee that I'm like, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that. Like, I feel like even with like the one step ups and the yeah. the the worm downs, the like you know magic mics. Yeah, yeah, it happens even at high levels. We think about mm-hmm. these games athletes that are like you know, you know, Dantes is a fitness, right? Like, yeah. I mean, there was a there was a conversation with Catcher and uh, Catcher Davis' daughter and um, and Bergeron, where they were doing like rope climbs, and he he said one time he's like, hey, try this. And she went off and spent 40 hours trying that new thing just to evaluate if she liked it or not. Yeah. And it was like revisiting the basics and seeing, is this a better way of doing it? Like, yeah. are my mechanics better? Is my, for her, it's, it's her performance better. But yeah. with the good thing about Cross is performance is directly correlated to mechanics. That's a good point because like, you know, when we coach and we give you a cue and you try it one time and it like maybe doesn't feel right, doesn't mean... That you immediately like put that thing in a metcon and just like hammer it out and like most of the time you're like working that mechanics mm-hmm. and then consistently doing it that way and you know then doing it in the workouts and seeing how it pans. This out. just happened a lot of gymnastics, right? Yeah. We'll do a skill and drill piece and it's like great, you got your first pull up. Yeah. Workout time, we're doing ring rows. Like. Yeah. I think a lot about people that um like working their kip when they you know when they first do the kip. They may be a little flailing, legs are going everywhere, they're not tight, and then, but they can get a lot of kipping pull-ups. But then once we say, okay, I really want you to like feet together, stay nice and tight, have that nice hollow arch, maybe I can't hit, you know, as many pull-ups because I haven't figured out where my hips are firing and what what is perfecting that. And so maybe my intensity does go down and I'm working the mechanics and consistency. And after I do that, after, you know, 40 hours, boom, I all of a sudden have way more than I ever could have had. But it's going to take time of doing it the right way for me to be able to get that better. Yeah. That's kind of a a gray area, but that's why we're here to kind of guide you the right way. Yeah. Because there are days where it's good, just like, let's take it a little bit easier and let's try to move perfect. And there are days where it's like, just go. Yeah. I mean, we talked about like three days of CrossFit a week, but if you are somebody that's coming six days a week, like, you may come in and be like, I'm not doing... One or two of those days need to be kind of chill. Yeah. So, like, even, like, I think before the comp, we did one that was, like, burpees and box jumps, and I flat out said, like, everyone else, go your 100% intensity, but I'm going about, like, my 60%. For me, it seems like every Wednesday is a cruiser. Yeah. You can cruise through it. And you're doing it for a purpose, and it's, you know, active recovery, because... Me and Chris never leave the gym, so we're not going to go play a sport or kayak or <laughs> even walk around. We're going to just do it with CrossFit, but we should be hitting some kind of recovery during the week. And so if your intensity isn't there for a purpose, then that's a different story. But we should be in that intensity button at least three times a week. All righty. Yeah. Anything else? I think we, I think we now successfully we're... had 25 tangential conversations at the same time, but... Yeah, it's it's really like making me think of like other topics yeah. I really want to dive deep on. Yeah. If so any like, any of these topics yeah. kind of perked your interest, let us know. We'll we'll do If you haven't perked my interest, I'm ready. We 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 kind of bumped up on like eight territories. Five thirty a.m. the other day had like a ton of topics. And she didn't write them down. So I again. wrote some of them down. I need to go back through and like do them again. Sorry, Elizabeth. But yeah, if you guys have any like, we're definitely gonna have one. Um, that's just going to be, like, answering questions that you'll have. So you have any, like, quite specific questions about anything, like, we can definitely hit it as a big topic or maybe just, like, a small topic as part of a big, bigger podcast. But we'd 
love to hear about it. Um, I think what we're looking for doing another comp in July. Yeah, we're still looking at it, but yeah, I think that um, end of July is what we're looking at. Yeah. So if anyone's kind of interested in that, holler at us. I am definitely working on those pictures. I keep saying it, but I'm actually doing it. So be looking it's gonna after be that. 85 degrees. We also are going to have a softball team. Boom, it's happening. We're signed up. So if you do want to join us, it's Tuesday nights. Uh, it'll be like 630, 730, 830, 930 games. Um, honestly, I think last year we only like one or two games. But anybody wants to join us. There's tryouts. I'm just kidding. There's no tryouts. <laughs> Alrighty. That's all I got for you guys. How do we want to exit? Did we come up with an exit? We did. We didn't come up with anything last time. I think that was the same as last time. No, it wasn't.